lot. You listen to Garage Hammond. Episode 212. On the next episode, the Mantlings are at Lindsay's Gamer Garrison. Practicing for Adepticon. Oh, hey, maybe we'll bring the equipment over to the place and record right in the store. If that people, won't that be interesting? Yes, that's all I want to hear about is why don't you play in your games. Shut up! I'm listening to me show. Welcome to the Garage, you tools, or actually Lindsay's Gamer Garrison in Wakanda, Illinois. Not that, Lindsay. We're not in the garage. We are not in the garage. <laughs> Hell, that or just the screwed that up matter. the whole... No, this is... Okay, are, I'm sorry. Go on. I just wasn't thinking about that. It's all good, no, man. We are broadcasting live uh, from Lindsay's Gamer Garrison. Uh, uh, we did run a uh, little event here today, so we are pretty excited about that. But yes, we are. Yeah. So how you been, Dave? Uh, I've been good. How are you been, Alex? I have been very tired. How are you been? Did you hear what I just said? How are you been? That's okay. It's been <laughs> Buddy, I, hot I, start. <laughs> this is what we do. We're tired, folks. But not that, like, but just in the mind. Sick in my soul. Oh, Sorry. Buddy. We should probably take a moment to thank the sponsors before they turn this thing off. They already have, but let's do this. All right. So, as always, you need to take a moment to thank the sponsors of Garage Hammer, which include Chaos Orc Superstore. 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 Thank you. Six Squared Studios. Six Squared Studios for all your basing needs. And Lindsay's Gamer Garrison, which we are at right now. We're in Wakanda. Not that Wakanda. And not that Lindsay. Lindsay's not here. No. I didn't bring her with. That's okay. I left her at home on the on the cart. Oh. <laughs> it's a shame. Well, she would have loved it. I think she would have. I should have brought her. It's that, okay. Oh, I should have brought her. But do you know who we did bring? Well, you brought him. I did And bring I'm him. glad. Well, he brought himself. I just hitched. Oh, he drove. Okay. So, um... For those of you that don't know, this is John Wanger. He is uh, one of the coolest bros you will ever meet uh, uh, from the Screw City that. crew. <laughs> um, so the two of us drove up here uh, to play in an Adepticon Primer. So how you been, John? Um, I think I'm about the same as you. Pretty tired, but yeah, not the same reasons. It's okay. Whoa. Anyway. <laughs> Good on you, buddy. Anyway, so we're already off the rails. We are. We're going crazy. Um, yeah, so we're just here. We're going to talk about the stuff we're doing, getting ready for Adepticon. We're just, we've been doing so much book stuff. It's like, let's just talk about what whatever's going on, yeah, especially just, since it's, yeah. it's in like two weeks. Yeah, and the last episode we put out was entirely <laughs> too long. Uh, that book... I think we're going to follow that format for a while, though. Not getting three quarters of the way through and stopping at an awkward moment, um, because that's terrible. Mm-hmm. And before I forget, we should absolutely thank all of our Patreon sponsors over at patreon.com slash garagehammer. That includes our associate producers, Phil Elliott, Dwight Sims, Christopher Sanders, and AJC. And also, thank you to our newest Patreon patron, Evan Myers. Uh, Evan... Thank you, and thank you to all the Patreon patrons, past and present. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you all for being part of the 1% that make this show and everything we do on this show possible. Okay, so um, let's take a quick break. Yep. Get all this underway. Um, get the commercials out of the way, and then uh, get into the show. Yeah, right, right back. Sure.
That's right, folks. Chaos Org Superstore, your one-stop shop for all your hobby gaming needs. They've not only got current and classic GW releases, Chessex Dice, and Vallejo Paints, but now they're also carrying Mantic, Infinity, Flames of War, Privateer Press, Soda Pop, Dark Age, and other assorted board and miniature-based games. They usually ship within 24 hours, and the model in the picture is the model they ship to you, because at Chaos Org Superstore, what you see is what you get. Are you finally looking to start your rebasing project? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some new and interesting resin terrain? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some fancy acrylic counters to keep track of wounds or maybe some other statistical anomalies? Six Squared Studios. Maybe you need a new rack for your paint? Six Squared Studios. Well, then look no further. What you need is Six Squared Studios. They ship worldwide with domestic shipping for both the U.S. and Canada. Six Squared Studios. That's right, Six Squared Studios. That's the number six, squaredstudios.ca. When your gaming needs go beyond your basic dice, tape measure, models, and paints, think Six Squared Studios. Six Squared Studios. Now all your base are belong from them. And we're back with the Toolbox, brought to you by... Chaos, Chaos Orc Superstar. Superstar. Chaos, Chaos Orc Superstar. Superstar. Wow. So, yeah. so, Dave, buddy, what have you been working on? Oh, I've been doing actually quite a bit. Um, I've just been trying to build the last of the Stormcast stuff that I have so that I can I know exactly what it needs painting and what I have. And there's not just boxes sitting on the shelves. This is like, oh, this is done. You can work on it. Um. I built and uh, put together the entire Battle of Pelennor Fields for Lord of the Rings. Oh. Yes. Listeners sent it to us and was like, oh, hey, Dave, why don't you try it? And then you could do a Garage Gamer. Cause, and I was like, I, I can do that. And I like this game. So all right, mm-hmm. I've been reading up on it. We're going to be, Christopher and I are going to be playing probably next weekend. Cool. So, um Building, doing some painting, trying to get through stuff. I got, I just have a bunch of projects on the table. The same ones we talked about before, which is really sad because it's been like two months since we did one of these, it seems like. Um, but I'm just trying to build everything. I built almost all of Kira's ogre stuff that's left. I've got one uh, stone horn to build. I built the thunder tusk. That's what I built, yes. So I got one more stone horn to build for her and then get some primer down and... Uh, 
get going because she's just interested that they're done, like right. just tabletop. And I'm teaching her uh, paint wash. Uh, dry brush highlight and then I'm like if you really want to and I'm like you can do this and I'll show her the second mm-hmm. dry brush super light highlight. I'm having her just dry brush over dry brush just I'm like go lighter this time mm-hmm. and she's having a blast because you don't have to be too exact you don't have to worry about it and then she's like dad will you get you know I just clean up the edges and the faces because she doesn't want to do that sure but we're down there and we're doing that we're you know building and getting stuff off the table um, the only problem I'm having is um, repainting this death army is is, is soul crushing. Yeah, it is really, really. And I got like all these skeletons in the grave garden. It's like I just I want to use these things. I want to put them out there. I've got them. And then I'm like, all this new stuff's coming out. And I'm like, not only is new stuff coming out, but I painted this exact army before. I didn't think about that before I decided to make them match Nagash. I mean, their paint job wasn't that great. I got you know, it's like one of my earlier armies, but still. Now I'm repeating. <laughs> yeah, but if you want this are to annoying. be your standout army, then you should really be putting the effort into it. Why you picked a horde army for your standout army is your own choice. See, well, no, I was just basically going with the stuff I already had, mm-hmm. thinking, well, it's already, I got it rebased and all this stuff. Now I have to rethink things. Well, like I said, I just work on whatever. Yeah. I work on it until I get bored and then I paint some Space Marines or something like that because I've got just the stuff sitting out there. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's nice to have a right, John. It's nice to have a variety. Oh yeah, I yeah. Got, I have a tournament army, and I got a tournament army that I can pick one or two different lists from, and so I I don't have to do anything. <laughs> yeah, so it's just fun to kind of just try to do a little bit every day. Try to do whatever is whatever you feel like, and then you can always put it aside. But there's so much new stuff, and I know you guys are building new stuff, and I'm just like, oh, everybody's got this cool new stuff. Yeah. So, and then I, I was talking about, you know, I just want to make it maybe one of those tiny 30 model armies. So I'm doing something completely different and do 30 models and be done. And then you're like, you can do an eight model army. (laughs) Yeah. I had mentioned uh, (laughs) earlier in the day doing Nagash, Archon, and six uh, Morgas. Oh, God. And just calling it a life. Like, be done. Move on. Is that, it? but is, how many, is that a legit army? Is that how many points? Yeah. It's 2,000. It's two thousand. You get any? Is there any battalion with that or any no. anything? You just why do you need a battalion? You have no guys that can take artifacts. Oh, that's right. And you have three minimum battle line. Yep. Because <laughs> if they're grand host Nagash, and if Nagash is the general, then they're battle line for the Morgas. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. John's yeah. just shaking his head here too. Are the Morgas are expensive, huh? I don't two, know. I with them. two and change for two of them. Oh yeah, so that's gonna. Be, oh yeah, so six, you're gonna be at about six sixty. Nagy's eight. That's fourteen. And then Archon is three and change, so you're at seventeen. So you go still got enough for some flavor. <laughs> still like oh. a flavor. Just put in some spell portals or put in some chain rasp because they paint up real quick. Throw in some. <laughs> throw in a couple. <laughs> throw in a an endless spell. Yeah, just do it. I, I, I wish you guys could actually see me, like, <laughs> shaking my shaking head. shaking his head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be f- yeah, I don't blame him. It's a pretty bad idea, but you should do it. Because then you can make it pretty and be done with it. <laughs> you look like a bad idea. Why don't you come on over here? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of what I've been... Uh, 
doing hobbying. Other than that, I've been reading like crazy because we're going to do the Black Talon book once. Uh, I think if Rotor finishes it, we're going to do the Black Talon. I still don't have it. You should do that. You should read it. Otherwise, we're gonna Whatever. gonna have to throw out a bonus episode. That's okay. Bonus episode is fine. So, uh, but yeah, I can't think of. I mean, there's so much. I finished. I got the Blackstone Fortress stuff. I did that before, but I was looking at the new stuff too. I picked up because picking up stuff is hobby progress. I picked up Kill Team and the Orcs. Ah, uh, because I just they're so cool. So I did that too. That, I think that's all my hobby progress. I think that's like literally everything that I've done. If I think of more later, I'll just interrupt and be rude. Yeah. Yeah, probably. John, how about you? What have you been working on? Uh, kind of slowly been working on uh, Daughters of Cain. Uh, uh, we pushed uh, really hard on working on them for uh, Havoc back in November. Mm-hmm. And I kind of burned myself out for a bit there. Sorry. Um, now... I'm thinking about selling the rest of the uh, the witches and moving uh, on to just the snakes for for that army. And then I've got another project that I'm kind of an uh, all snake army. Now, what go- yeah. now, what goes along with an all snake army? Is it? I mean, what are the characters or the or the accoutrement that goes along with a with? And how many snakes is an all snake army? I'm just asking for a friend because um, <laughs> I don't play that army. <laughs> uh, the army I'm looking at right now is. Uh, uh, Bloodwreck Medusa on the uh, uh, the shrine. Okay. Uh, one on uh, tail, as Alex keeps correcting me. Okay. Because um, she can't be on foot because she doesn't have feet. Yep. He got you. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I know. I, I know. I can't argue with that logic. Um, looking at about uh, maybe 30, uh, 30 sisters. 30 sisters in uh, groups of uh, 10. Um Ten uh, uh, stalkers. Those are the ones with the bows. Yep, the okay. ones with the bows. Uh, some hags, uh, because witch brew even on snakes is still really good. Um, and then the canaries. Yeah, some canaries. And then I've I've still got a little room to play around. We're not sure what else to bring. And mm-hmm. okay, that's a lot of stuff. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, but it's curious. less than fifty models. Compared to the ninety witch elves, or it's less than sixty miles compared to like ninety witch elves, or seventy witch elves. Yeah, that yeah. Plus, everyone takes the witch elf spam, so why not do something completely different, which is snakes? And why did it have to be snakes? Because it's less models to paint. Exactly. <laughs> I, I I've just been having more fun playing my snakes. I took an army to Wapaka specifically took these units in these sizes because it was a you have to have movement trades you have 20 or more models yep yeah and my army has like i think it's got like 30 models about 30 models 32 models something like that ish in the whole army and that's the best that is the greatest it's so it's like put it out there it goes Oh, it's so much easier. It's so much easier. I've been playing vampire counts for way too long. That is so much easier. Yeah. Uh, I did. And I'm painting 40 skeletons. No, 80 skeletons because I'm stupid. He did say he'd be interrupting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I totally uh, did. <laughs> See, I know me. But he prefaced at least. Well, I was pretty much done there anyways. Um, no, I'm just a jerk. I totally am. Uh, I, I also just sold a bunch of my other hobby projects that just kind of 
died uh, mm-hmm. and working on a little something else. Uh, it's one of those where I kind of want to work on it. Projects. How many projects did? How uh, many projects did you get rid of? Um, I had a bunch of like leftover chaos stuff. Uh, Some extra stormcast. Extra stormcasts uh, that I had won. Um, Oh, so it was just a few. It was odds and ends here and yeah. there. Oh, okay. Yeah, bunch of odds and like ends. Uh, sold my <laughs> sold out multiple floor. I was like, "What is happening?" Sold my uh, ex- entire X Wing collection for. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, so I've got something I'm working on, but I'm gonna wait until it's uh, the right time to reveal. And <laughs> I know Alex knows. Alex does know. Of course, Alex knows. Yeah, Alex knows. Well, we've been planning Havoc 2019 since Havoc 2018 ended. Like, we were in the car on the ride home. Yep. And it's like, okay, what are we doing next year? So, because we ended up taking Player's Choice at Havoc 2018, the two of us. So, we kind of... And when's Havoc? Huh? When's Havoc? November. No, yeah. Oh, so, you, oh, so you've been planning for like three, four months. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> we still got a lot to do. Um, so, anything else or are you good, buddy? Uh, that's about it for me. Okay. So, I just finished 20 Stabas. That's the Grats with the Spears. Yeah, it is. There's 40 more of them left in the unit. <laughs> yeah, there are. And for whatever reason, I decided to do Fuchsia as the robe choice instead of the hobby cheating with black. With just the black primer and a dry brush just to move on. No, I went Fuchsia robes. So They look nice. They do look really nice, but it's still a lot more steps than I really should be doing with a Horde army. Uh, so I finished 20 Stabas. I've got... Uh, I just finished putting together the last five of my Boingrop Bounders and oh. five Hippity Hoppers because they're cool. And that's really been the bulk of it has just been working slowly on those things. Like, I'm not hobbying as much as I want to or as much as I used to. you got a baby. Yeah, but that's that's what I'm getting at. But I'm spending more time on those models so the quality is there even though I'm painting a bucket of models now. We like quality. Even yeah. in the bucket. Yep. Yes. So I've got a bunch of those going together, and I've still got another loon shrine to put together. I've got another um, block of the squigs, the little squigs, the regular cave squigs um, to put together. So yep. there's still quite a bit more that needs to get done. So, but yeah. Um, anything you've been watching or listening to? Um, well, I mean, I'd, Oh yeah, because we're gonna do gaming later. So yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm listening to the new uh, son, the sequel to Son of the Black Sword, Larry Correa's like sort of fantasy sure. series. It's uh, House of Assassins. It's pretty good. And then um, what have I been watching? Oh, I, I've been like, catching up on stuff. Like it's mm-hmm. really pathetic. Like I finished. Uh, the Punisher, and I finished Stranger Things, and I'm watching that Umbrella Academy, and it's pretty good so far. You just caught up on Stranger Things? Literally watched oh it God. like two weeks ago, <laughs> the la- the last season. The last season of anything that came out on Netflix for, say, like the last like nine to 12 months. Okay. I haven't, so I haven't seen the last season of Daredevil or of uh, Jennifer Jones or any of them. Like, if it's the last season, I just haven't gotten around to it. Okay. So I've been doing that, and then... Uh, what else? I watched a couple cool things. I saw the... Do you guys watch The Orville? Yeah. No. The show is amazing. Oh, I love it. That is, that is... That is... I'd say it's in my top three Star Trek series. 
because it's it's that is what it is basically. Yeah, it's uh, just Star Trek Carly, with yeah. uh, all the comedy and. First few episodes, it was like a lot of comedy, you know, because uh, it's Seth MacFarlane, and it was a little. And then, especially now in the second season, there's still the humor, but it's this, the, they're really good science fiction episodes. Like he's he's writing it, it's it's a better Star Trek, I think, than the Star Trek that's running right now. And the way they uh, approach the social issues has yeah. been has been really great. The episode with the with the up and down buttons. Oh they, yeah, yeah. The they they go to a society that has evolved into a pure democracy, and you have upvote and downvotes, and everybody wears this badge. And if you get too many downvotes, you like go and you practically lobotomize you so that you fit into society again. It was bananas. It was cool though. Mm-hmm. Like it's just really. It was some really. Barnett watches it. and He hates everything, and he's been watching it with me. Okay, but so that's what we. That's that was that. And then uh, I watched a bunch of those Academy Award nominee movies, but this is not the time. For all of that, so, no. <laughs> so um, yeah, that's it for for my uh, my other. I don't even have a big recommendation or anything. So, what about your other, John? Um, I've been watching the Orville, just like you just uh-huh. mentioned. Um, otherwise, I don't really watch too much TV. Um, been listening to a bit of uh, uh, Magic Tavern. <laughs> um, uh, and then last night we were listening to uh, Offices and Bosses. Oh, my gosh. You pay for that? Uh, I've got a friend that does, and That's, she comes over every once in a while. you guys are listening? Oh, yep. is, is that good? It's, it's, it's pretty funny. Uh, my wife, uh, she listens to, and she doesn't always pay the most attention to uh, Magic Tavern, uh-huh. but she'll pay a t- uh, pretty full attention to Offices and Bosses. And That's funny. So it is... It is the guys from Magic Tavern yep. in the Magic Tavern characters playing playing offices and bosses, listening to Usador try to sound like a normal guy. And you think about that—that that it's a normal guy doing that. It's funny. I I, I like the concept. Like when they did the they did a, like some sample stuff on the regular channel. I thought that was funny as heck. So, so for those that are not aware, offices and bosses is like the Dungeons and Dragons equivalent for a fantasy Dungeons and Dragons type setting. <laughs> so. It's these fantastical characters pretending to be boring humans in an office-type scenario. There's still a yep. lot of killing happening. Well, that's, yeah. that's their own thing, though. <laughs> well, the, the funny thing is it seems to be a lot A lot of that seems to be from Arnie. Yes. <laughs> no, that's, that's a funny concept. What do they play? What role-playing games do you play in a fantasy world? You play some weird normal world without anything cool in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I wish I could <laughs> laugh about that a lot, but uh, I've kind of done that myself. Uh, where we played a Star Wars RPG while we were at a uh, LARP, <laughs> and we like on our character sheets we had our LARP names instead of our uh, player names or like our oh, personal geez. names. <laughs> Now it's my turn to shake the head. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Have you been doing anything? Uh, so Carrie and I just watched Chicago on Vacation on WTTW because we're boring old people already. And that's really okay. I started watching Happy on Sci-Fi. Is that that's the one? That's the Christopher Maloney. Okay, yeah, playing a strung out ex cop, and Patton Oswalt is the imaginary friend of his daughters. It's 
it's weird. Yeah. I want to say it's almost like Deadpool-esque, but not. Okay. It's it's weird. And it's set at Christmas, and the whole thing is he's trying to find his long-lost daughter, whose imaginary friend sent or went out to find him because some twisted hobo dressed up like Santa Claus kidnapped her. That's uh, okay. It got renewed for a second season on sci-fi, so you know, take that for what you will. It is a lot more graphic and a lot more language and content compared to most sci-fi stuff, it seems. They took that and they dropped the expanse. That seems weird. I don't know. Okay. I don't pay much I'm attention easy. to sci-fi uh, really anymore, but I saw it on Netflix and it's like, you know, I can maybe see if this is anything and I don't know. I'm going to give it at least a season and if it hasn't melted my brain, then we'll be done with it. But no, that's you really... give it a whole season. That's generous of you. Yeah. There are some shows that I'll turn off like right away, but we'll see. Carrie didn't like it, but... I kind of expected that, so... Yeah, from the description, I expected that, too. Ouch. For, uh, of Carrie Ann. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Not of me. I'll watch anything, you know that. Yeah. So... And often do. Yeah. But other than that, I think that's really about it. It's pretty... Life's boring. Yeah. That's <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Well, um, the gaming section. Um, do we want to... Do we want to talk about Adepticon first for a little bit and things yeah, like can. what we're doing and what's going on there, and then we'll take our last break and then come back and uh, just talk about all the games that we've been doing and mm-hmm. practicing for Adepticon. So, all right. So then, uh, you're running so much. What do you? What? what uh... <laughs> um. So for at this point where I'm at, it's been reviewing packets and making sure that those are getting printed appropriately. Um software getting put together as far as what we're using for scoring. Uh, so last year we used WarScore, but this year we're going to use Google Sheets. So this is where you can post it um, and we can control everything. That was our issue with a lot of the other uh, scoring software out there is that we can't control everything. Okay. And Carrie and I are control freaks when it comes to this, so we want to make sure that it's something that we can use, that we can dictate how everything works, rather than trying to do workarounds for a computer system. Fair so, enough. It's putting those together and getting all the reservations taken care of. And I know he doesn't listen, but huge shout out to Domus for painting as many wall sections and a number of tables that he's been working on. I don't know if you've seen his progress on Twitter. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah. The man has been donating his time to get all of that stuff painted. Um, and really, the expansion to the 208 or 216 people that we have this year for the championship would not be possible without Domus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, Domus, a dead of things. Especially since he ran he ran his own tournament like last weekend, too. Or no, he no, that's just sign-up started. Yeah, sign-up yeah, sign started for Meltdown, oh. which if you're not going, you should be going to the Midwest Meltdown. I'm trying, but it's the week before Gen Con. And yeah, I'm trying I know. to get all that. I'm still going to Midwest out. Meltdown. I'm not going to Gen Con. I know. Um, so he's got over 100 players signed up already. Uh, it's the last weekend in July. Yep, yep. Uh, down in Bloomington. You can find it on the Facebook group for Midwest Meltdown. So he's got over 100 people paid and signed up and ready to go. And I think they're looking at a possible cap of 120. Yeah, he's, a, he said that's the uh, the maximum the, uh, the venue is going to allow him. Yeah. So 120 in your third year of operation? Yep. 
Yeah, that's great. Yeah. No, and Domus and Tom and Kevin run a fantastic event. So really looking forward to that one. But uh, no, for us, I mean, everything's in the books. The battle plans have been set for months now. Um, and then it's just accommodating any additional FAQ. And Now, what, uh, how are you doing... Um I don't if you can't tell this part. I'm not asking sure. for specific battle plans, but you're doing um, you're doing the are you doing the tertiary and the the secondary things like we're in the yeah. So essentially, how this works, and you can find this all on adepticon.org with the website. So you're going to get a battle plan, and it'll be one of the 18 from the book. Okay, kind of like what we usually do. Yep, it'll be a randomly determined realm. Okay. With a randomly determined realmscape feature. And these are already pre-selected, so you don't have to pick when you get to the venue. So it's not random. Like, you've already picked them for that scenario, so it's not nothing's going to get out of hand. It's yeah. just random for okay. us players. Uh, yeah. yeah. You guys won't know anything. And then for the hidden objectives, or for the hidden agendas, since that has been uh, wildly successful, so GW did their own... Um, we did it first. I just want to throw that out there, <laughs> um, the secret objectives. So we're going to be using those, and we did add a twist, which is you have to pick two every round to achieve. And previously it had been one, but we added the requirement to do two so we can start to create some separation because if we have 216 players, we're not going to get a quote-unquote true winner in five games. No. So... We put in that extra. I don't want to play more than five games. I know there's tournaments that do six, or then you do seven, oh, and then no, you take you. Yeah, I don't know how many LVO does, but it's over the course of three days. Yeah, uh, and I no, I won't. I won't. I mean, I love this game. I'm not committing. It's a. I know people who don't want to commit necessarily two days to a GT when you're at a place where you can do a lot of different things, and I and I get it. And I mean, I'll play it. Well, I'm helping you with it. But uh, if I wasn't helping you with it, I'd be playing in it, you know? Yeah. But, yes, getting to six or seven, because then you're either staying late Sunday or you're playing four on Friday. I mean, Saturday. Psh, get out of here. Yeah, and we had used we used to do that for the championship when it was four games. We did it all in one day in 7th and 8th edition. Oh. Oh, yeah, I remember those. Yeah, I don't want to remember oh, those. That's right, It was because it was four games. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But with uh, how things have gone, we had to expand it to two days five games based on the growth so we've got that all set up so you're going to get your battle plan you're going to get your realm you're going to get your realm skip feature all of them are in play so with gur we have that addressed um you don't need to bring any additional monsters or anything like that we've got gur sorted and you'll be picking the two hidden does agendas. that mean we're kid did you does that mean we're definitely going to gur or I didn't say that. Okay. We've got Gur sorted. How? We're not going to Gur. <laughs> that is entirely that is entirely plausible. I'm sorry. Um, I just... However, <laughs> so we'll just see what happens when we get there. Um, and then you'll pick your two hidden agendas every game. This way... Uh, but there's only 12 of them. So you're not going to use two. And there are going to be some games where you're not going to be able to achieve everything. But that's how we have to do it to start breaking things up. When you guys look at that, I always look and you see the one that looks like it's going to be really easy. It's like, oh, I, I think I got this this game. And then whenever I do that, I, I stop and I'm like, wait, is this something I got because of who I'm playing or because of a table? Or is it something that I can naturally do? Because that's when suddenly it's like if the matchup I think is pretty good in my favor, can I find something else that I might be able to – you know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. off the, that, I get so stuck. 
Yeah. Looking at those, I'm just like, oh, no. But I think the big thing is you can only use each one once during the course of the tournament. Yeah. So you have to be careful on when you use it. So it does require a bit of forethought. So we've got that. And then uh, each battle plan will have its preset uh, tertiary objectives. Mm -hmm. It's this way... There's multiple ways to score in each game, so this way it's not like it's just a win loss. So right, and then we've revamped the paint sheet, uh, so that should be posted as well to make things a little more clear for everybody. And we wanted to try to create some separation on the painting, like in a numerical perspective, because at a certain point it does become subjective. But we're trying to minimize that as much as we can. So this way, the players that show up and they get their army done to, like get the most points can get the most points but then those that have gone above and beyond it's easier to recognize those amongst the pack nice so yeah I haven't looked it over really because I wasn't playing in it so I don't know exactly what the differences are yeah but it's just like initially we had given out um, up to 12 points just for having a fully painted army that is now shrunk to I believe 8 Oh, so now you can get more points from other... You can get points from other... More yeah, other and things. then we lowered the cap that you can get towards your overall score. So this way you can still go above and beyond the 20, but still get a perfect paint score for purposes for the tournament. Okay. So, nice. Yeah, we're just trying something new. It's something we've been talking about for years. Um, but this year we're actually going to do something about it. So... Very but nice. it's just... The logistics of this is going to be fun, and I have to do this without Carrie. So, oh jeez, <laughs> yeah. But it'll be fun. I'm not playing in anything this year. Uh, John and I played in the team tournament last year. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm a little sad that we're not going to be able to do that, but um, at least I'll help you out for that. Yeah. It's just I don't know. I the only game that I actually enjoyed playing was when we were playing uh, Andrea Schwant and Tom McClure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Over in the separate room because I couldn't pay attention to the tournament around me. I just had to focus on the game. Right. So the other two games, like, I was miserable. Like, I was grouchy. I was far more irritable because it's like, why is this not happening? Why is this not happening? It's, again, the control freak. I got you. So. I didn't play in anything last year. This year I am playing in the team tournament with Greg Dan. Yes, and one of you is taking Nagash because you're a butthead. (laughs) Yeah. I, be- I, totally I believe the correct term is Nagash hole. Nagash hole. See, well, yeah, but see if, I, if now here's the problem though. If we don't take him, then I got like two weeks to actually paint something up, and I, I don't know that I feel like getting all that work done when I could just like do that. Fair. It's you know, it's less models. Yeah. Who knows? I might, but I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> John, what are you doing for Adepticon? Uh, I'm helping you on uh, Thursday and Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm doing the championship uh, with uh, Darkling Covens and looking to get my uh, ass kicked quite a bit. Yeah. Sorry about the... Uh, no, it's cool. We can cuckoo. Great googly moogly. <laughs> yes. No, that's fine. Don't worry about it. So why are you going with Darklings, just out of curiosity? Uh, right now it's because it's the only uh, army that I have fully painted at. 2000 sure um and that's pretty much it um as i said uh, earlier i'm gonna try to get all the snakes going and sure so 
if you don't mind me, since we're going to be talking about it here, like what was in your list? Because you played it today. Yep. Up here at Lindsay's Gamer Garrison in Wakanda, Illinois. That's right. We're in Wakanda. Yes. Wakanda forever. Oh, God. Anyway. <laughs> Not that Wakanda. <laughs> Don't you listen to the commercial and the intro? Yes. Of course I did. Wakanda. So, what, what is in your Darkling Coven's list? Um, running right now a uh, uh, Sorceress on Black Dragon. Uh, she's my general with the uh, uh, Impossibly Swift for minus one to hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Miasmic bl- uh, Blade for a second... Uh, Minus one to hit, so so she's minus two to hit. Yep, flat on a dragon. On a dragon. Okay, um, oh, that's good. And then the uh, <laughs> uh, I've got a sorceress on foot uh, with the uh, decanter of egos. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I get a extra, or I get a bubble of uh, three inches to their move. Um, and that's all I've got for heroes for some reason. Um, it's not like you have a lot of options. Yeah, darklings. Well, I, c- I could probably fit in another sorceress, but... Meh. Meh. Um, and then for uh, units, I've got 40 bleak swords in a giant mass. Uh, two units of 10 dark, uh, dark shards. Those are the crossbow guys. Yep, the crossbows. Uh, 30 executioners, mm-hmm. uh, which everybody seems to love. Um, 20 uh, blackguard... And that's all in the uh, Thrall War Host. The Thrall War Host. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, and then I've got uh, five uh, Doomfire Warlocks as allies. From uh, Daughters of Caden. Correct. Okay. So you say everyone loves Executioners, but nobody seems to be playing them right now. Why Why do you like the Executioners? Um, at least... Um, Back in the day, like the retributors were, uh, like everybody loved them. How they with the uh, blast ashes, they're pretty much little versions of retributors. Mm-hmm. So thirty guys possibly attacking with that ability. Yeah, to do the sixes, two mortal wounds on the to hit. Yep. Yeah, pretty good. Now, Dave, you played against John. I did. And how did that go? Um, I uh. What it was? Oh, I I made a really, I did. They had an ability that I totally did not realize they had, and I um, I lost terribly. But I thought it was pretty close. Okay, here's what happened. What had happened was he uh, comes in, and I just start shooting him, and he's got thirty of these things, and I shoot eighteen of them. Mm-hmm. So he's got twelve left. So he's going to lose. Eight and but, plus his roll, and at that time I no longer had any command points because I used them all. Yeah, so it's 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 they're taking the test. A four or better, the unit's gone. So I charge the dragon next to it. I come in with the star soul maces, and I'm like, "Oh, there's room." I charge him with the liberators. Now I didn't know that. Oh, now they're close to them. I wasn't even worried about them. I got within three. They move in. Oh, didn't you know if they're in combat or within three inches, they can just kill one guy and not take a test. And I was just like, oh, I, and then they proceeded to kill things. 
Yes. Yep. And so I was like, oh, no. I think I might have had a better, but a bit of a better chance. He did have big units. Like He still had one huge unit in the back I hadn't even gotten near, and I was starting to take care of the other huge unit. Um, but it's just it's a lot of attacks, and it's a lot of uh, – it was fun. I think – I hope Christopher listens to this episode because I think he would really – and he's got most of these models. And this mm-hmm. – I was like, oh, you can you – can, Play Dark Elves. Chris has those, and he likes that. Like he could totally won't have to build anything or paint anything. I'm like, I think he'd enjoy playing this. This uh, it's fun. It kind of feels old school. It's just a it lot is, of guys yeah. on foot. It's just really. Um, it was fun to play against, but I felt mad at myself for making that screw up there because had they not been in that section, I think I could have handled what was going on a lot better. But next thing I know, I was surrounded mm-hmm. by a dragon. Who I slowly, yeah. The first turn, it's minus three to hit because I got this thing. So we were in realm of fire for the first scenario. Yep. And John put the incas- er, incandescent form. Yeah. So that's an additional minus one to hit on the caster. So minus three. So retributors were hitting on sixes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm rolling, and the, even the first, I think the star soul maces were just not popping on. No, them. they like, weren't. Come on. Yeah. Uh, so. It got a little brutal, but I did. I was whittling him down. Like if we would have stuck it out, I couldn't. I couldn't win by the. Like you had the scenario, you won the yeah. scenario. Um, I think had I just kept punching a little longer, I might have kept it closer. You know, I definitely would have. I would have fighting to the last man on that. I would have gotten you whittled down at least on po- you know on uh, points killed, but mm-hmm. nope. I was playing it dumb. And what scenario were we playing? Uh, that was um, Blood and Glory. Blood yeah. and Glory. Yeah. In Fire, and the Realmscape feature was every step a league. Did that come into <laughs> yep. play at all with you guys? Uh, uh, it did. He had it once, and then oh, that I did the drop them in from space, Yeah, and I needed a nine, and both rolled exactly nine. So I was like, no penalties, just slide them right in. There you go. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we just he just ran really fast and didn't even need the sixes, so he didn't no. worry about it. And then there he's oh, I'm running and now I'm charging. Mm-hmm. So he didn't need the tens. This, that was another. It was like you were on top of me, top of turn two, and I was like, oh my mm-hmm. goodness, what is happening? And if I would have uh, passed that first charge, I would have been on top of you, t- uh, top of turn turn one. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because of the canter. Yep. And then the Darkman Coven's command. Tr- Ability to run and charge. Correct. So, yeah, no, it was crazy. That's right. You failed twice today. Things have gone my way. Yeah. So I was saying, if I hadn't moved, they would have gotten it. But if you would have made that charge, it wouldn't have mattered anyway. Mm-hmm. <sighs> See, I was going to lose either way. <laughs> That's okay. That was that was cool to play with. I haven't played against. I keep calling them dark elves, and I know it's not. But I haven't played against darkling covens. I think. Period. I don't, I don't think I've played against them at all. There's not a lot of them out there? No. Uh, when I was playing in the... Was, I think it was when I was ringing for her and her team tournament. I think mm-hmm. I played... One of you ha- Didn't one of you have Darkling Covens back then? It was Empire. That was 2017. And, uh, yeah. Because I played Devoted and you played Darklings. Yep. But I wasn't near them. Like, that was the other dude I was playing with was all taking care of those and I was fighting Empire guys. Yeah. So I didn't even get to fight him then. So I didn't know what's going on. I wasn't paying mm-hmm. attention. You know, I wasn't rolling the dice. I was like, okay, what's going on over here? Yeah, it was fun. I really liked playing against. It, it was cool. I, I I played against a lot of armies. I didn't. I never play against. Yeah, which was like I didn't do really well, 
But it's like, wow, that was really cool. They can do what? And it's like, mm-hmm. it gets me jazzed to play when I play against an army I never played before. I usually get trounced, but it's like, this is some, oh, this is a whole part of the game I don't it's like, ever get to see. Right. It's so cool. And that was also the first time uh, Dave and I actually really got a chance got to, play. to play a game. <laughs> yeah. So it was cool. I had a good time in that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was our game one for today and we played out three games we played out some scenarios from uh, which one what scenarios were we playing Uh, we did so Blood and Glory and Akshi for game one Uh game two was Take and Hold yep right and that was in Ulgu yeah that was cool that was fun and then game three was Focal Points in Hish that Focal Points one was weird I liked it Mm mm-hmm Trying five to, points and trying yeah. to get the opposites. Yeah, that was kind of neat. Mm-hmm. So, how was your anything great happen in your game? Uh, so, I was playing my deepkin against uh, Night Haunt, which was not like sixty Grim Gas Reapers, so that was nice. It was uh, two units of forty chain rasp, you know, twenty Grim Gas, some chain gas. Those are the little ones that help do the bubble with the spirit torment. Yeah, for those. Yeah, guardians, two Guardians of Souls and a Knight of Shrouds on Steed and a uh, coach, which yeah, I never got coach. to play against. And I totally overplayed my Eidolon. I teleported him up with Seed of Tides because I'm like, I need to kill the coach because I know how important that piece is. And I went in and I did six wounds out of 12 with my Eidolon, which was my secret objective to keep my artifact alive. Uh-huh. And he's ethereal. He has the ethereal amulet. So I'm like, okay, he can hit me with whatever he wants. He's not going to kill him. He killed him. <laughs> <laughs> it was buffed up chain rasps. Just dragged him down. They were bananas. I played against that army later in the day. And they, with that many attacks, it was like the only thing that saved me was the fact that my Stormcast were standing still right next to their general. With the staunch defender bubble. Yeah. Yeah. So I lost the idol on bottom of t- bottom of turn one, which is like I don't know twenty percent of my army gone, one model. Yep. And then he came up at me and he got into the sharks, and the sharks, ironically enough, just decided to go to town, and they actually did work. Nice. Yeah, it was a nice change of pace for them to actually do something productive. Mm-hmm. And then he popped up the Grim Gas behind me, uh, came in and killed off the Spellweaver in my list, and then went into High Tide, and I popped Voltornis' command ability twice on himself, the unit of eels, and a nine-pack of Thralls that got in there. So the Thralls got up to five attacks each. <laughs> Jeez. Plus rerolls to hit on the charge. Yeah, it was awesome. So, no, it was a good game. It was nice to play something, again, you don't get to play very often, which is a full Night Haunt that wasn't just masso grimgast. Yeah. So. And then game two, it was you and me. Right. And this one was... uh, Take and hold. Yeah. In Ulgu. And we used the uh, Realmscape feature for Darkly Shaded. So 18 inches is the max range. And you had a lot of guns in your Stormcast army, did that? impact you at all? Of course it did. You gave me the first <laughs> turn, and I was just... And we, <laughs> you were 24 inches. I moved up. I was still not in 18 inches, so by first round, I basically just moved up a little bit and was like, 
okay, here I am. And I didn't realize how fast you were, so I moved up a little bit. And I, okay, here I am. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, I was dumb and I took the bait on a bed on a trap. I was like, I, uh, he's moves pretty quick, but he's pretty committed to this side. I forgot about the. I don't ever play against Deepkin. Yeah. So I got over there and I'm like, I could take some of this stuff down. I could get really get in there, and you so teleported. I, I translocate my. My retributors over to the side here where most of your guys were getting ready to charge in. And then I go through the shooting phase. And it's like that, I, like I said, literally first time I'm playing again with, with the shooting. And it's like, oh, you have to shoot at the nearest thing. With and the forgotten nightmares, yeah. Right. So I'm, I all of a sudden, all the big things that I could see right behind the little things in the front. And, you know, not even, oh, I can't shoot that. I got to shoot this. Okay, so I kill all of it because I've got some decent shooting. Except now, all my guys I teleported over to this area can't charge because they can't reach because it's too long. It's too far. So I'm like, oh, I just really screwed up. And then I never got them back. You kind of ran around did, ran around the other end. He did an end around. He literally did a, he did a fake and he did a toss to the, to the left. And that was, that was the whole end around left. That was the whole play. And I fell for it. Hook, line, and sinker. He's like, I'm going to run around this side. I was like, well, go for it. Meanwhile, the first two games I played, not one com- – I didn't cast one spell the first two games we played. Everything, no, you didn't. Everything got either failed the roll or got dispelled. I was like, this is stupid. Um, but, yeah, the fish people are pretty cool. Yeah, they're fast. Yeah. I mean, it was it was neat. And then, like, those shark guys are pretty good. You said they were kind of crummy, but they weren't bad. They're not eels, though. Why are they not eels? What's the difference? I never got to the eels because you had this end of turn three or top of turn. You know, you went you went top of turn three. All I got to do is get it. You almost had a top of turn two. You failed a charge. If you passed the charge turn two, um, then if you went on the next uh, if turn, you, that was it. If you yeah, if you double turned on turn two, the game was over after. But you failed the charge, so you had to get on turn three. Yeah. Oh, that's why you guys were done a lot quicker than. Well, my I got game. high tide back there with Volturnus popping three times on the sharks, the eels, and himself. Oh. That for those of you who don't know what that means, that means every weapon on all those guys gets plus three attacks. Everything. Yeah. Here, come here with this, and, and it was just. And, but all he had to do was kill like four or five models because it was mm-hmm. at the end of the third turn. If you have both objectives, you win. And I. I went off the objectives because th- we've determined I'm not good at this game. I don't even remember all the things that helped me, much less. Well, the big thing is you bought the fake. I did buy the fake, and I wasn't thinking about it because, um, yeah, I just I wasn't thinking about that having to hit the closest thing mm-hmm. because that happened. Yeah, when you mentioned that on the second turn, then when we were getting to the third turn, I'm like, oh, I was going to have to move this. It's like, oh no, I don't have to. I'm dead. Yeah. So, but no, it was good. You ended up getting Volturnus at the end of it, but yes, too much on the objective. So I think that was that was it. Well, that's that's. Stupid sword that I give to my general. The like, sword of judgment, yeah. Yeah, but I, I, he's got four attacks. It's there's a, you know, there's a decent chance I'll get a six or a five or six if you pop the command ability. The what? The command ability from the Lord Celestine for the plus one to hit bubble. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, see, I can do that. Yeah, you can. 
I've been playing this army forever. I still don't even know all the rules. It's okay. We forgive this you. This is this is that hobby that hobby workbook thing. That's you know, know your army back and forth. Yeah. I've been on that page for years at this point. I'm just like, okay. Mm-hmm. I still write up all the cheat sheets and everything because I just I don't know why I can't remember all this stuff. It's just a lot to process and it's a lot of order of operations. <laughs> so and you've yep. only been playing this particular list since January anyway. Yeah. But and I how often have you played since January anyway? Well, once. Exactly. Yeah, so there you go. But still. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Like I said, I had a good time. And, John, you got to play against uh, uh, against that. The Night Haunt. The Night Haunt yep. list. Yeah. Um, it, it took a long time, and we, we figured it was only going to be a draw at that point. Well, you did, by the end of the two, game, two big hordes. Yeah, it was two giant hordes against each other, and uh, I think my dead pile was about as much as your both of your armies combined. Yours and his together outnumbered our armies. Yeah, your dead pile was huge. Well, yeah, you guys had you each had one unit that outnumbered my entire army. How many battles were in your army? Thirty-four. So we have less than 70 models between the two of us. Yeah, and I'm running 100, uh, 117 models. Yeah, and he was running, what, two, two units of 30? Two units of 40. Two, two units, units of 40. 40. Oh, those were 40. And so he, the, had, he, had 100, he had 100 models plus the characters. Yeah. He had 109 models. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. He had a pretty decent-sized army, but... Now, he, I saw in your game, he got the Grim Gas into the dragon. Yeah, they, they had come up uh, behind my lines and... Uh, they didn't really do get to do much because when you're, you had the build to deal with. Them. Right when you're hitting a minus two and needing sixes and with no reroll help. Right. Nice. That's how you stop those things. Is you just put a unit of minus one to hit that isn't five or more models, and they just stop dead. Literally dead. Yeah. Ah. Huh. <laughs> because they get rerolls if they're fighting things that have five or more models. Okay. And they hit on fours. So it, it sounds great until you hit them with something that's only three models or one model in this case mm-hmm. that has a minus to be hit. Because then they just hit on fives with no rerolls. Or in this case, it's sixes with no rerolls. In your case, was sixes. Um, I also had it where uh, I got charged with um, the, the chain rasp, is it? The little ones? Yeah, the little ones. Chain rasp. Yeah, chain rasp. Uh, he charged me with those uh, charging into my... Uh, Dark shards, and and I had uh, the executioners waiting right behind him. Ah. So he killed the dark shards. Executioners stepped up and took care of business. They went to town. Yes, that is what they do. They do so well. But very good. So you ended up drawing that out. You said it. It, it was a draw. Um, just because you guys couldn't get the major, right? At, at one point, or at the end of the game, it was um, we each had one uh, block of uh, uh, guys on the objective. Yeah, each. block of guys on each of our object- objectives, and we didn't have enough where we could take the other objective. Now, did you guys try the command ability at all from the realm of shadow uh, for the inner round? No, we didn't actually. I forgot about it. But I didn't need. I mean, when we were playing, I, it was um, I was already completely off. I, sh- I actually, I probably could. It would have helped for me to use that. Yeah, yeah. And you'd think, like with me having my army in the 
Realm of Shadows. Yeah. You'd think I'd remember something like that. Yeah. Couldn't hurt. <laughs> yeah. But the command ability, and this is something that you and I had talked about a little bit, Dave, uh, in our game, is matching the battle plan to fit the, to fit the realm, or realm to fit the battle plan. Right. So the teleport ability from the Realm of Shadow is interesting for something like taking hold or knife to the heart because you're always under threat. So, yeah, that is kind of crazy <laughs> if you think about it. Yeah, you can't just, oh, I've got the one in the back. No one's getting past my line, so I can just take all my guys off of it because it's not going to get caught. Yeah, I can just boom, pop right over there. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I had to. I ended up keeping my uh, entire uh, bleak sword uh, unit back on, there, back there on the objective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that when you were doing that. Yeah, it's. I just, like I said, I got, I, I took the sucker bait. I, I, I should have remembered that, but, but I'm not that good a player. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, I suck. Uh, all right. Um, and then you were the only one of us that played a third game, so you got to play the Night Haunt. I did get to play against the Night Haunt, and that went. Oh, uh, I won finally today. Um, <laughs> and we were in the realm. We were in the realm of light. Hish. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what was the? I forget what focal the, points. Yeah, no, it was focal points. Oh, and then a uh, dazzling glow, so you're yeah. an additional minus one to hit if you were in cover. Yeah, uh, and we were not playing with... No one was in really... I had one unit in cover. Yeah, the so. tables didn't have all the normal goodiness, or I was just playing with what we have here at Lindsay's, we had a lot. We had, awesome. a lot of, we had a lot of... Like the, it looks kind of like the Azerite ruins, only bigger. Yeah. But there's a lot of ruins, not a lot of... Yeah. You could get some cover, but mm-hmm. not a ton. And uh, that went well. But I got lucky because, see, you went after the black coach, and it just manhandled you. He brought his black coach up this side, um, and he, he was like, because he, he had his big unit sort of in the middle or, you know, toward the one objective, like the, the center left objective. Um, so he just, you know, got a good and brought that black coach all the way up, floated over the building, landed on the other side. He's like, oh, I'm right here near you. And I'm like, okay, those are retributors. So I I got him within uh, I got him within I needed and I, I needed an eight to get the charge off, and I rolled an eleven. So I managed to even get him in there and get a lot of them around him real quick. And so um, when I did the pile in, I was able to get throw him around him. And this I've never had a roll like this that I can remember. Um, I rolled five five six for the maces. And I rolled five, five, six for the D3s. So I did 10 mortals with the maces. And then I rolled two more sixes on the other attacks. So that was 14 mortals just with the maces. So he just took his, they had the six up. De- the death save. The death save. And uh, it didn't. No, it was just, it was like. Yeah. It was gone. So um, that helped a lot on mm-hmm. my end. So then, uh, then I just started. And he had all the chain rest and he had a ton of attacks, but he came after my objective and I had already had my guys kind of around it and he came in and charged me. So there I was with staunch defender right in the middle of just all these units, you know, all mm-hmm. these small units. So everyone's sitting there on three up. Rerolling in some cases for the yeah. liberators. Yeah. So it's like. He, they were just hitting it, and then I was then I was just pounding them back. Um, the 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 point where that game ended was he I had 
I kept my uh, pigeons back in the corner because it's a diagonal, mm-hmm. just to make sure he couldn't pop in completely behind me. He'd have to come in, and he came in off the side with the reapers. He came in off the sideboard with those twenty reapers because he had them underground or whatever, and uh, they popped up. And I had a screen of the three pigeons and the five judicators, and that was six inches away from the objective. So even if he charged, unless he chewed through it and moved forward, he wasn't getting it. But he failed his charge. Ah. And then I got the turn. The next turn was my turn. And I'm like, okay, well, pigeons shooting, judicator shooting. And that didn't do it. So I shot him with the with the ballista. Mm-hmm. And I killed off 18 of the... No, I killed off... Uh, it was 20. I killed off uh, 12 of them. And so... You probably popped a few more for battle shock. They, yeah. Then, then yeah. Then after that, it was the ba- the battle shock was going to take them because it was uh, they were already losing. Uh, they lost twelve, least. so they were losing at least two. Yeah, at so, least three. Yeah. So at that point, I mean, I started killing. Uh, oh, and I I actually got comets off. Wow. So two comets off, and um, one after another, and they. Uh, they really kind of decimated his heroes who then mm-hmm. had to hold back a little bit. But then I'm like, super cloak, go away, go away, go away. So that really went my way. That's when the Stormcast kind of shined. It was, uh, it was, it was kind of lopsided, but it was uh, kind of neat to see what the Stormcast can do when everything fires on all cylinders. It's like, holy mm-hmm. mackerel. Yeah. Now, how many secondary objectives did you guys get today? Um... I ended up getting the one against Dave. Um, the secondary or tertiary? The secondaries, the hidden secondary. ones. Um, oh, okay. Honestly, the second game, I kind of spaced out and forgot to even pick my uh, secondaries. I got one you in You are e- the worst tournament gamer I, ever. I am, I am. I got one in each game, but I forgot to really play for all of it, too. But we already know I'm not good at this game, and mm-hmm. you gave me more things to remember. Um it was weird. Honestly, I kept looking at them and looking at what I was facing and where we were, and I was just like, none of these are easy. Like, there's nope. nothing that just drops into your lap. I mean, even the one that was, that was the one that's like, uh, get your get your character, one of your heroes to the uh, enemy board edge and more than, 12, more than 12 inches out of your deployment zone. And take them off the board for this. And I'm just like, I can't afford to take any of these guys off the board. I can get them there. But mm-hmm. I'm like, I need these guys. Uh, there was uh, a couple others that were like that. One was uh, actually have your highest point non-general hero killed by one of their heroes or something like that or have one of your units break to battle shock. And I'm like, that's a weird thing. But I'm, I suppose if you've got a really low uh, leadership army, someone who could pop hardcore mm-hmm. with those little hordes, I'll take that. I know I'm fighting. These guys are just going to blow that unit out of the water. At least I'll get my other objective. Right. There was, it, they were not tertiary objectives like I'd really seen or expected before. Mm-hmm. Uh, we used to take those. Uh, what are the things? If, if the game was off balance, you could just pick those. Triumphs. The triumphs, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, those are still in play, but they're not. They really don't seem to be much of a factor anymore. No. Not really. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But they were always those. These are. This is all these different things. I'm like, this is. So yeah, I only got two out of the three games. Mm-hmm. I got three out of the four. But again, it was you're picking. Well, based and there on, you go. They're separating the players. No, right yeah, up there. yeah. And that was the reason I asked the question. 
And even if John didn't pick them, it's like, what would you have taken against Night Haunt? Yeah, I, I don't even remember the list well enough. Yeah. Um, but that's the point. It's just you have to make all these decisions, and then in our situation, you knew you were playing me next. Right. Playing against Deepkin. So, again, it's you go from Stormcast, which is the elite heavy shooting based on your list, to Night Haunt, which is a horde of Ignore Rend, and then you're playing against Deepkin, which is fast but squishy. I gotta say, two ballistas and the 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 Lodordinator. I like that. Like I know it's kind of hardcore. A couple of times, how is that hardcore? You took two. Is that okay? Everybody says this to me. You only took two. Two is not enough. I'm no, like, two is fine. Four is overkill. No, I'm shaking my head. Really, four? <laughs> yeah. Why not? You can take four. They're just artillery. Wow. Isn't that like... Oh, but see, isn't that overkill? Like, I don't want to... That's why I said it was overkill. Okay, well, yeah. But so, but three's not. Is that three what is... I don't know if I would take three. I think they're better in pairs. Yeah. Do you get another Lodordinator then, too? I don't know if I would take two. Yeah, I'm just saying to make but sure But I also you got take the... a Drake when I'm playing my Stormcast, so I don't have a lot of spare points. Oh, that's true. But doing what you did with the Horde army approach with Stormcast effectively... You have, what, two Inst Adjudicators, the two Ballistas, and the Lord Ordinator? Yeah, I got, uh, yeah. Yeah. So ten, ten Adjudicators total. Plus the three Pigeons, which and are the three Pigeons. And the, and the Cloak. And the Hammer Cloak. Oh, he's got the Hammer Cloak, yeah. I guess that is a lot of shooting. It's but, a lot of shooting comparative to the meta right now, but... But it's also not, like, I, it was still enjoyable to play against. Well, thank you. I mean, with Dave aside, because well, he's... Well, Dave aside. You know. Like, I didn't feel like, okay, I'm just walking right into a gun line. Yeah, because it really wasn't, I mean, and there was only the, well, it's, it's, I keep saying it seems like more. The pigeons, if you don't really think about the pigeons and the 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 cloak, you know, if you roll a one or a two or a three, as long as you're not rolling six on the shots every time, you're only doing like one out of there. Um, you know, I, I did get, I got lucky with the cannons on a, Quite a few turns. We did have a lot of explosions in our game. Yeah, where they went yeah, off our, our game as well. I mean, once we hit close range, there were there were several turns in all the games where I was getting between. I think I was almost averaging like eleven hits. Like you a, had sixteen one, eleven I, another. I had seventeen playing against uh, twice. I had seventeen against uh, the uh, against Max the Night Haunt. Yeah, against the Night Haunt. So, I don't think you even used the single shot against me. I never did because everyone ran up on me. Everybody, every army was like, "We're in your face!" I'm like, oh, "Eat this!" Yeah. So there's definitely value to it. Yeah, it just—I mean, it it worked, and uh, you know, I was able to grab some objectives. So I did. I just the thing is, I only have I've got I got six character models, and then I got three units of five and a unit of ten, and then three pigeons. Mm-hmm. So it's just like if I get ground down, it gets really hard, especially with objective things to grab. You know, I, that's the one thing I have to watch out for. Mm-hmm. But it's fun. I, I don't know. I like it. it. And the games go pretty quick. I either do okay or I really just end up getting pulled apart. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. So, any other thoughts on today? Final thoughts? I liked I liked the those those I liked the objectives. The hidden agendas or the tertiaries? Um, the hidden agenda things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's nice to do secret agent every freaking game. Yeah, but you got to pick something, and it's just like I said, 
um, they're all they're just uh, I wasn't used to any of them, so they just they just uh, for me at least gave me something really different in the game to look at, and it was always it was still a challenge. Like you really got to be, I can see, and maybe it's just because I don't play a lot. I don't know if everyone uses these or if it's really common, um, but I would think you'd have to be pretty good at what you're doing to really focus out and get these extra objectives done. Whereas, like, I mean, there were that first year we ran AOS. I think I got every. I didn't get the primary all the time, but I got like all the secondary or the tertiary objectives on every game. Because if you focused on them a little bit, they were easy. You got them, and now here it's it's. I, I'm like, I can't do this. I I got two, yeah, out of three games, or you know. But that's the evolution of the game. No, that's good. Even I like from that. Just year one, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. No, I like it. Mm-hmm. You didn't get any, you said, John, right? Or you weren't paying attention. I got one. I was, oh, got one. Yeah. Yeah. You you killed my dragon. Thank you. Heirlooms <laughs> <laughs> or keep your general alive? Uh, no, the... Uh, wasn't the, wasn't it if you're high... Sp- uh, oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I got... Yeah. The uh, highest uh, point care, or hero is killed. Oh. Yep. Uh, so, I guess I'm so excited for Adepticon now. I got the team tournament going. I got some juice going play, from playing these couple of games. I got everything ready to go. I know you got a lot you're working on. Yeah. I think the big thing is just once we get going and everything starts moving, that's going to be better. Yep. It's just the anticipation is just awful. <laughs> we all just want it to happen at this point. And it's just getting to see everybody and the concept of over 200 people playing in the two-day. Right. That's cool. It's bananas. It's great. From how many from the first year? 40? Yeah, I think it was 40-something like that. 40-ish. And now we're up over 200. I don't know. I don't even know if we took a break. I can't even remember. No, I think we just started talking, but that's okay. No, that's fine. Um, this is a short episode. We're practically done. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm saying we got to take another break real quick and then come back and wrap up is what I'm thinking. Sure. So let's do that. Um, yeah, we'll be back. Okay, listeners, what's the number one rule of hobby gaming? Okay, well, the number one rule of hobby gaming is don't buy more models than you can paint, but we all break that rule constantly. So what's the real number one rule of hobby gaming? Support your friendly local gaming store. And my friendly local gaming store is Lindsay's Gamer Garrison in Wakanda, Illinois. No, not that Wakanda. And no, not that Lindsay. So why Lindsay's Gamer Garrison? What do they have to offer? First, they carry everything Games Workshop. 40K, AOS, Blood Bowl, Necromunda, Kill Team, all the paint line. They even have Black Library books. They offer special discounts every day. And if you do go in there and there's something out of stock, special order discounts that you won't believe. After you buy all your models, feel free to stay and paint them at their fully stocked, totally free-to-use painting station. And then, once your army's ready, sign up for one of Lindsay's monthly tournaments. That's right. 
They have a local one-day event every single month, alternating between 40K and AOS. And that's still not all. Monday is Build and Paint Day. Come in on Monday, work on your latest project, you get a raffle ticket. Come in and play Warhammer on Saturday, get a raffle ticket. Now, what's the raffle? Every month, two winners receive a $50 gift card to use on GW products just for coming in and playing and painting and being part of the community. And that's not even all you get for coming in and being a part of the community. Come in for that Saturday gaming where you get a raffle ticket. You also earn a Lindsay's Gamer Token. And when you have eight tokens, you can turn them in and get free entry into one of the tournaments that I just mentioned earlier. And that's why I love Lindsay's Gamer Garrison. Fully stocked with all the GW product you could want, and they're doing their best to reward you for being part of the gaming community. What more could you ask for? A place to play, a place to build, a place to paint, a place to hang out, and a place that rewards you for being there. Folks, if you're looking for one place that will satisfy all your hobby needs, you have to come and see Lindsay's Gamer Garrison in Wakanda, Illinois. We are back, back to wrap up the show. We just been just chit chatting about all of just mm-hmm. stuff. This has been we haven't done an episode like this in forever. It almost feels weird. It doesn't feel like an episode because we're not telling something about something that came out of a book that came out from GW. Yes, between because between that and covering the the fiction books, I'm just like, oh, that's all we do anymore. But it's just nice to talk about just gaming in general and yep, yep, get everything moving. So yep. yep. Yeah, and then we'll be back, and we'll be next next episode. We'll talk probably about what happened at Adepticon. It might be late though, because our next episode's due out on the twenty fifth. Adepticon's not until the weekend after. Oh, so then no, then we won't be doing Adepticon next For episode. Twenty fifth episode, yeah, yeah. Well, derp derp. Again, I'm not. I'm not good at this game. I'm not too good at yes, doing calendars this are either. Interesting. Calendars are your friend, absolutely. Um, John, thank you for coming on the show. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you friends. for having me on. Yeah. See, this is his first podcast he's been yeah. on. And it it's went okay. Yeah. 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 No. I, and you talked right into the microphone. I'm so proud of you because you don't know how hard it is to get people to talk right into the microphone. Yeah. So, so do we want to do a couple of quick shout outs? I know you have go? a couple. Go for it. So first and foremost, I know he's not in here anymore, but uh, we should thank Andrew at Lindsay's Gamer Garrison in yes. Wakanda, Illinois. Uh, for letting us have our little event here and live broadcasting. So, whoop up to him. Yes, yes. Um, but he's got an online store, doesn't he, Dave? Yes. Um, you can go to lindsaysgarrison.com. That's L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-S garrison.com. Um, and they do online stuff. And um, I know this stuff is... I mean, he's got it up there. Uh, you can get free shipping after a certain amount. Um, he's got... Really, I mean, he's got good prices on there. Just go check them out. But if you go in order and you type in GH Savings, all one word, you're going to get an extra 10% off his already low prices. And he's got tons of stuff. So go check it out. And uh, if you do go check it out and you can get an extra 10% off if you type in GH Savings. Um, 
He said that was all caps, correct? I think he thinks it's all caps. It's all caps on his. He doesn't know if it's uh, case sensitive, but his was in all caps. Try all caps. Somebody let me know if it works or not. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, then we've got one more. So we're just going to plug uh, Midwest Meltdown again. Uh, Midwest Meltdown! Yes. So this is July. I think, I think Domus would appreciate that. He, he would. He would. This is July 27th uh, and 28th in Bloomington at the Park Regency Hotel and Conference Center. Um, it's a 2,000-point event. He's got over 100 people already. The only catch is you have to bring an extra beast because we're going to be using the Realm of Beast rules with the monsters. So you do have to bring one, and he's doing a whole beast mode theme. So you have to bring it... Uh, and there's going to be painting competitions for the beast itself and just a cool opportunity to do stuff. I know what I'm bringing. John, do you know what you're I bringing? I have no idea yet. Excellent. Drive into the meltdown! Good lord. So, go ahead and check that out on Facebook. Come um, on! There's oh, going yeah. to be a lot of people signing up. With um, the T-tops down! Yeah! <laughs> Sorry. Jesus, <laughs> we need to end this episode now. All right. Anything you don't else? like my 80s hairband impressions? Um, yeah, so thanks, John, for coming on the show. No, and, thank you. Um, we'll kind of take it from here, and we'll talk to you folks in a couple of weeks. Yep. And let's not forget to uh, thank our Patreon sponsors one last time. Associate producers Phil Elliott, Dwight Sims, Christopher Sanders, AJC, and our newest sponsor, Evan Myers. Thanks again for being part of the 1% and making this show and all the cool things we're doing it possible. Thank you so much for your support. So, folks, uh, yeah, until, uh, until next time, only the faithful will be triumphant. Only the faithful will stand when all others fall. And only the faithful know no despair except in failure. You've been listening to Garage Hand. If you've enjoyed the show, maybe consider leaving us a positive review on iTunes or check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash garagehammer. If you'd like to reach us, you can contact us via our email address, garagehammer at live.com. You can also find us on Twitter. David is at garagehammer. And Alex, that's me, is at somekindofgeek30. Original music by Claire Seabrook. You can find more of her work at soundcloud.com slash Claire Seabrook Music. Finally, if you want to join the Garage Hammer community, as well as the AOS community worldwide, comment on our episodes in the show thread at the Grand Alliance Forums. That's tga.community. Or check out the Garage Hammer Facebook page. And as always, thanks for listening.